What's with all this passion for Togo sofas? Merde to design. It meant to hell with conventions. There was a desire to break the codes of the old classical style of furniture. Hey Togo, all the way to California. <laughs> Le vol SK84 à destination de Los Angeles embarque à la porte 7 dans 10 minutes. From the beach in the French southwest to Venice Beach, I think I overtook Mario going from one ocean to the next. After a 12-hour flight, here I am in California. This is Los Angeles with its palm trees, its super big streets, its motels like in Tarantino movies, and I'm in my car looking for Togo. I must be getting close since I saw it in films, and films come from here. So I set the GPS to find Nancy. In 100 feet, turn left. Nancy McIlvany is a joyful set decorator. She chooses custom furniture for films. And she sometimes staged the Togo. But why? To fit what kind of scene? To tell us what story? With Nancy, the Togo hits the movie industry and for sure it intrigues me. She told me to meet her at a showroom that has a lot of vintage furniture and authentic Togos. Here we are close to major film studios. So, for Hollywood set decorators, it's the place to be. You arrived at your destination. To be or not to be Togo in the movie? That's a question. Okay, so indeed, it's a sofa madness in here. As soon as you enter, there is a navy blue laser Togo set. Then, there are lots of sofas from the 60s. A Pierre Paulin armchair. I'm Aurélie Spes, I'm the French journalist. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Welcome to Los Angeles. C'est le paradis yes. du Togo. Ici. This is Togo Paradise. Yes. Close by are two studios, Warner Brothers and Universal Studios. It's called the Valley, and it tends to be an area where prop houses like this and showrooms will be. For me, it's perfect. Quel est votre travail What is your job exactly? I'm a set decorator. It means I bring the vision of the director and the production designer, thinking about um, what pieces I can bring to that set. Vous avez travaillé comme you were the set decorator for the film Spiderhead. In this film, the actor Chris Hemsworth portrays a completely crazy and genius scientist. Why did you pick Togo specifically for this character's interior? Uh, it's funny, we started the film designing it. We knew the designer had designed a brutalist building for the exterior. So we started thinking that we would be keeping in tone with uh, all vintage, beautiful, like vintage, beautiful pieces that would be, you know, purchased at that period. So that led us, me, immediately to think the Togo. The Togo certainly fits into this environment somewhere. La scène de Togo est très parlante. The scene with the Togos is very telling because we see the two main characters sprawled on the Togo, laughing out loud because they're on drugs. And the sofa is part of their delirium. Let's watch the scene. Avec une musique reggae, reggae music. Yeah. 
G46 is good shit, right? Maybe not change the world shit, but it's good shit. It's, de it's definitely good shit. It's hard to have even one sad thought of this stuff. The Togo, because it's ground designed, it's nice um, for a character to be so exposed. You can shoot them on so many different angles of the sofa. It allows it to be moved around, and it's beautiful from the back. It's beautiful from the side, the front. So from that perspective, it's the perfect piece of furniture for the scene like this. Um, and this was his time where he had one of the lead characters, Miles Teller, come into his bedroom. They had done some drugs together. That's how we use these corner pieces, because it allowed them to be so relaxed and so comfortable and uh, put in this position where they were just um, two people talking and you saw the one human side of this character and you really got to know who he was. It just became, uh, the, the two pieces that they were sitting, I think they became such part of the scene, such a presence in the scene. Uh, I loved it, it looked so beautiful, I thought. I'm leaving Nancy with a head full of pictures and some answers. A piece of furniture becomes a star and it reveals the character of the characters. The Togo consolidates the scene and makes it more credible thanks to its warmth, its style, its humanity. I'm driving around LA where I am meeting Melissa Volpert. Melissa was the Standard Hotel's second employee ever, a mythical spot for glamour and celebrities. It's been closed for two years now. It's a ghost hotel. Melissa is on time and seems a little moved at the prospect of returning to the Standard to say hello to the Togos that crystallize so many memories. Let's go see my babies. So now we're heading west on Sunset Boulevard. The standard is just a few blocks down. We can see it there on the left side. Sunset Boulevard has always been the center of music and nightclubs and nightlife. And actually, should we try to pull in the driveway? We just parked in front of the standard. Should we go look inside, through the window? Yes, let's go. The architecture of the standard looks like waves. Yes, very beautiful mid-century. And also I'm very happy to say that it's been preserved now. It has historical designation and, and preservation status. Let's look through the window. Here are the togos. Oh, it makes me almost want to cry. Can you describe it? Like a giant playroom, a playroom for adults because everyone hung out here, all of Hollywood, the young Hollywood of the early 2000s, everybody hung out in this lobby on the Togos. The idea was that it was just this gathering place where everyone just hung out. And because the seats were so hard to get out of, people stayed in there for like hours. It was futuristic, it was retro, but you know, with the Togos, because now, what, 1973 is when they were first launched, they remind people of happy times and they're cozy. There are a lot of very famous people sat on those togos. A very famous actor, I found him sleeping on one once. 
I don't want to say, but he's a wonderful man and he fell asleep waiting on his son to get a haircut. But the togos make you fall asleep too, so. Anyway, so there's the togos and uh, looking kind of sad right now. They're lonely. We need to... Uh, yes, they're abandoned. <laughs> they're abandoned. The togos are alone, abandoned. I'm thinking maybe this is just my imagination, but I have a feeling that the standard inspired a lot of togos around the world because we would get people telling us constantly that they wanted to make their living rooms at their homes looking like the standard. So maybe we helped uh, a renaissance of togos. Sex and the City did two episodes at the standard and we were part of the storyline. What a wonderful program to be part of. And it really spread the word about the hotel and also the togos, so. Yes. Melissa, est-ce que vous êtes nostalgique? Melissa, are you nostalgic? Very much so, because of all the memories and all the happy times. I'm sorry. Okay. But it brings emotions. I mean, and we should be happy that we had it because it was such a special place. So now it's going to become a new hotel and these will, you know, hopefully find a good home somewhere else. But uh, they had a very special place in L.A. history and in design history, of course, all over the world. But I'm glad we could play a part in being of such a classic. Sorry, I keep staring at them because I haven't seen them for a long time. Hi. Are you security? So I worked here for 24 years, and we're just talking about the sofas for a French uh, podcast. Thank you. Thank you. This building is very special to me. Thank you. Très sympa. Very nice. But we avoided getting thrown out. Dans ce lobby, where are there concerts and exhibitions in this lobby? We were the first hotel to ever have a disc jockey in the lobby. Nobody ever did that before. And uh, we always, yeah, there was always music, always music. Is the pool is straight out there. You see the blue astroturf? Yes, yes. The pool kind of like when you walk in this building, you're immediately going towards the pool. It just sort of draws you out because you're seeing the sunshine and the blue, the astroturf. And the standard was always, I think, kind of in a way, sort of the dream of people when they think of Los Angeles. We were sort of the LA dream of like blue sky, the blue astroturf. You know, usually lots of beautiful girls and boys and, and just kind of lots of fun. It was sort of very synonymous with yeah. ballet. I'm leaving our friend Melissa and the Standard, heading to Mid-City below Beverly Hills to go see Alissa Coscarelli. She lives in a quiet residential area. I found her on Instagram at Alisa in the City. She is a digital entrepreneur and shares her taste for design, fashion, and of course her togos. This is a good opportunity to get a young American's perspective on the object of our investigation. Why did she crush on this couch? What is this togomania that spreads across the USA? Il y a de la végétation qui court partout sur les murs et elle habite au premier étage. Hey, hey. How's it going? I'm Alyssa. I'm Aurélie. Nice to meet you. Come on in. <laughs> Vous me faites visiter? Can you show me around? Oui. 
this is the living room. So I kind of move my couch pieces around sometimes. Right now I have them in this L shape, kind of like conversation pit style. And I have a lot of girlfriends that live in this building. So it's all like women in their 30s, like creative women. And we come and we just sit and we just have a glass of wine and we order some sushi and we just sit around the table and we just like stay here all night. <laughs> you know, I don't live with a male partner, so my place can be like feminine and fun and I don't have anyone else saying like, no, don't do that. Don't paint the cabinets pink. Let's have a seat. So you yes, thank you. You can't really just like sit on the end, you know, like yes. you just have to fully... <laughs> <laughs> Fully jump in. <laughs> Vos togos sont euh, en cuir. Your togos are cream color leather sofas. They are matching the coffee table's legs. There is a very fleshy, soft aspect. It is a very neutral color, especially for me. I love color. I felt like. Um, What is that, Goldilocks? Or like where she's trying the children's story, where she's trying the different soups, and she said, mm, no, too hot, mm, no, too cold. Like I was trying to find the perfect thing, and I feel like this is the anchor of the whole house. Like it's like the heart of the house, you know? Is this Togo the centerpiece, and why? I think it is such a unique piece. It's not something you normally see in everybody's houses. This is something really unique. It's an art piece in itself because of its form, because of its fabrication. You see, like, I tried so many beautiful sofas before this one. No one wanted to sit in them. You know, when I first got it and I was first setting up the apartment, And I had some friends, you know, like, I want to come see your apartment. I want to come sit in the Togo. <laughs> Everybody wants a piece of it for sure. But it's fun because it allows me to have more people come into my space who love design and we can bond over it. What do you think of Togomania, especially in Los Angeles? Everybody wants it now. It's kind of crazy to see, even in the last few years, this resurgence of the Togo. And it became this, like, a Chanel bag or something like that. It's like that, but for your home. It's like this must-have. I think there actually is a refuge from the city in Los Angeles. You kind of have this, like, laid-back, you're not in a rush. So I think the Togo, specifically in L.A., just really fits the lifestyle. And I think that's why it's become so popular here. It's almost like a comforting teddy bear or something, but yes. I really... A doudou. Yes. <laughs> and my mom was actually here last week. And um, I was going through a breakup, and I'm so sad, and we would just curl up. And she would give me some tea, and we would just read and talk and play music. And the Togo has been in places all over the world with all different types of artists and creative people who have it in their home. It's like, it has a story, and it has a history. It has a soul. What comes to your mind with his very name, Togo? It sounds like to go. That's the great thing about travel, right? It's like going, exploring, seeing something new, but also going home afterwards, and it makes you more grateful for your home. If you close your eyes and lie down on your Togo, Alisa, where do you travel to? I feel like I'm going to a friend's basement in the 70s where it's like carpeted and there's some candles and some lava lamps and... Some friends drinking, smoking, just like a cool vibe, you know? It just transports you to this cool friend's house. <laughs> to go, to go, let's go. We travel with it, but we also find a refuge in it. 
It's a sort of super sofa with a lot of powers. The power to comfort us and bring our friend over for tea. It's a magic sofa, but also a homebody blankie. That's what Halisa told me. Our objects resemble us and sometimes exceed us. One thing is for sure, Mr. Togo will never disappoint her. But how did we get there? Back to France and heading east towards the small village of Brior at the foothills of the Jura. In the beginning, there was a Togo about to make its revolution. 